You're listening to a 95BFM podcast. Yo, yo, what's up? This is Tajay from the Mighty Souls of Mischief Crew. And I'm Maximum Man A+, Plus, my man Festo, my man Oh, you know he's dope. And right about Ooh. now, we chilling in the studios. Where we at? 95BFM. Let's go. Yeah. Hailing from East Oakland, California, Kyoto Koto, the Mighty Souls of Mischief Crew. What's up, guys? Hey, hey. Peace. What's up? Peace, peace. Fellas, December 1st, right here in Tamaki Makoto, Auckland, for the Others Way Festival. How excited are we? Man, super, super excited. excited. I love it out there. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of good vibrations and good weather as well, although I'm not sure if an Auckland summer can really live up to an Auckland summer. Man, um, it, for me personally, A+, plus, it will be my first time there, and um, so I'm not, I don't know what to expect, but from what I heard, it can definitely live up to the Auckland summer, so we're, we're so glad that we get to participate and be present. And that's a great segue into my next question. Oh, what can fans expect when you guys are here on December 1st? Man, I mean, we celebrate 50 years of hip-hop, you know, and it's our 30th year anniversary, so it's like this is a special, special occasion for us. Um, we have plans and aspirations of going all over the world with this tour. So we did we, we did Europe, we did the United States, and now we're coming to New Zealand. You know, it's a nice little feather in our cap, so we like we excited about it. Tajay, I'd love to get your thoughts on how far the souls have come, man, since releasing that first studio album, 93 Till Infinity, back in 1993, which is still praised to this day as such a timeless and legendary piece of work. Well, I think it's just been a fantastic ride. And, uh, you know, in the words of Too Short, don't stop rapping. We continue to make music. I think a lot of our contemporaries, because they didn't have the opportunity to go independent like we did in the early 2000s, I mean, early late 90s, actually, we've been independent 28 of the 30 years that we've been making music. So because we made that shift, we were able to cultivate our fan base and grow it and continue because we're not waiting for the major labels to pump us to radio, et cetera. So now we've got a large flourishing fan base. I mean, we're bigger than probably we've ever been, even though we're probably more obscure as far as the mainstream than we've ever been. And because of that, it's it's just been able to to grow and continue, and it's 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 been a fantastic ride. I mean, I I don't think that there's another group kind of like this in hip hop, you know, that 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 started off sort of on a major, went underground, and now you know sort of have this burgeoning major following thirty years later, and and all our fans are in their you know early to mid twenties. Yeah, which is really intriguing. Your music has been passed on through generations, and you still have maintain not just your original audience from when 93 till infinity first dropped but also gained the attention of the younger audience as well a plus i'd love to get your take on this man what's it been like participating and being a part of hip-hop history essentially you know it's a manifestation of our childhood dreams coming true you know we grew up as hip-hop fans in love with the art and culture um at a very young age and um you know, we're like super fans, you know, super fans were uh, like love it enough to become artists. And we just gave it our all when we first came out and it, it put it set us in motion to, to have this 30 year career and still going. And, you know, when you're a kid that young, you don't really have the foresight to see that far into the future. You're more more into the moment of everything. And I think that that's one of the reasons why the songs resonate from generation to generation, because the vibrations encapsulate that moment of when we were making that album and what the climate was in hip hop in the world at that time and at, at that age. And I think that's why it resonates with young people because it has that vibe, even though 30 years later, and even though, you know, we're pushing 50, the vibe of that song is, is, uh, 
it encapsulates the time that everyone goes through. So as someone gets older and they look at that song, it brings by it brings back a nostalgic feeling. Whereas when someone's younger feeling it, they're like, man, I can feel that. Oh, this resonates with me. And that cycle has for us fortunately has just has kept going from generation to generation. And uh we're super thankful for that. And um and you know, now with streaming, kids have whole discographies at their fingertips so when they start to do that deep dive into music when they get at that age when you know they're influenced by what their parents and elders listen to and now now they have to find their own way you know we we just happen to be one of those those uh groups that that they stumble upon and can can um can vibe with and that's just been a blessing for us you know yeah it's crazy how prominent streaming has become within the music business these days Ope, I'd love to get your take on this, brother. Seeing the younger generation still vibe with the track and seeing its popularity take off on streaming platforms, what's that been like? That's how we kind of found our how our newfound popularity, I guess, for lack of a better term. I think that, you know, prior to streaming, just the fact that you could get our music online. So people were kind of stumbling on it on like LimeWire and stuff like that years ago. And now with the advent of streaming, it's like, I think we were getting over a million streams a week. So, you know, that's kind of, um, I don't know if we could reach that many people trying to get, what is it, terrestrial radio to play our music, you know? Because it's, it's just like, it's a, it's become a classic, I think, because the people have made it that. It's not necessarily just from our peers I think it resonates so much with with such a diverse audience from all over the world that they've also crowned it as like this this amazing song. So, you know, and it just continues to grow and flourish. What's also really interesting was that the sound you guys had back in the early 90s, obviously the sound of artists such as NWA, who were a bit further south from you guys, was synonymous at the time. But Tajay, you guys came up with this different sort of flavor and with that, you've been inspiring a whole new generation of hip-hop artists as well. Well, we got to give a shout-out to Tribe Called Quest and, and uh, Gangstar and, you know, all the Native Times guys, Dilla, all that. I think that um, we just were fortunate to have come up in a time where we started moving away from the funk samples, whether it's James Brown samples or P-Funk samples, and started moving towards jazz, jazz fusion, and all these types of things. And that, because that music is timeless, we were able to craft timeless music out of it. And, you know, all these things, the pendulum swings back and forth. But as I said before, we continue to make music. You know, I mean, we're in the studio right now. Like, you know, and I think that that makes a big difference in having relevance with the young people because they uh, uh, have an affinity or they, they gravitate towards uh, the stuff that we're doing, that we've done in the past. But then there's more when they when they do the deeper dive. Right. So when we're doing songs in the shows that aren't from our first album, they still know the words because they 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 been able to, especially with on demand, sort of study what we're doing. So it's great to be a part of a movement that that sort of built on this great sort of, uh, you know, uh, art art expression as far as jazz, and um, be be considered classic. But we, you know, I think that has a lot to do with when we came out, at, you know, and what was in vogue at that time. And it 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 you know, classic stuff stays classic, and we've been fortunate to have come out at that time rather than when people were more sampling more you know, fleeting type stuff, you know? Yeah, it's really cool that we have access to so much music now that we previously weren't able to get due to sampling or legal implications. A-plus, what's that like having access to all this music now? 
Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I think music in general, I, I think it's all due to the, the advent of modern technology, um, the DSP streaming, um, just the access, the accessibility for all of these dis discographies, probably millions, billions of songs, I don't know, just at your fingertips. And then with the imagination of, of, um, of the young listener or even the older listener, just, you know, just you can go down rabbit holes so easily and discover new things and, and uh, music that you never heard. And it's, uh, it's amazing, I, I, but I think it, it affects everything. It, it goes all the way into making music. You know, you used to have to go to a studio that costs a lot of money and have a record company pay for everything. And, and, you know, be bound to that contract and, and in order to even make music and put it out. Uh, now you just need a laptop <laughs> and a microphone stuff you could buy off Amazon for, uh, uh, for very little and have a rudimentary setup and actually put out music. There's been countless people that who have been discovered from just the house demos they made at their house, their home. And been and been able to put out through means on on in online through different online distributors. Now you have access to distributors. Usually there were um, all of these uh, gatekeepers involved in the in the music business, and technology has pretty much broken them all down. So it affects. All, I think it affects all the entertainment in, in general. More people have access to making music. More people have access to putting music out. The style of music changes and. But but the thing that's good about Souls of Mischief is that, uh, like Tajay said, the pendulum swings and and uh, young people's affinity for for these nostalgic sounds of the '90s and and other decades um, is affecting how they make music nowadays. And and you know the cycle continues; it's infinite and it's growing exponentially. And um, that said, we're just very grateful and happy to to be here and be relevant at this time for music that we did 30 years ago. And um and to be able to still influence uh, creators, young creators now. And we're just looking forward to continue making the music that we're making. We're making a fire album right now and um, continue listening to what everybody else is making, what the younger people are making and, and how hip hop continues to, to, to change the world. And actually, you just answered my, my next question. Uh, very exciting that fans can expect another album from the Souls of Mischief. Ope, can we expect a sneak peek of the new album on December 1st at the Others Way Festival? Or is there any info you can disclose for us on that? It's under wraps right now, man. Nah. Yeah, we just, uh, I mean, we can't, I don't think we're, we have anything that's, that we working on just now that's ready to be performed just yet? Nah. Maybe, you never know. I don't know. <laughs> anything is possible. You have to wait and see. Well, yeah. Fellas, we can't wait to have you guys here in Tamaki Makoto on December 1st at the Others Way Festival. It's also been an honor and a privilege for me to sit here and have a corridor with you guys. I'm a massive fan and I can't wait to listen to the new tracks you guys will put out with that new album. Thank you. Well, uh, brother, thank you. We appreciate that, man. Y'all y'all kept the fires burning when, when you know, before, before streaming was a big thing and everything, man. It was really the people who showed loyalty to us in hieroglyphics that made it possible for us to even continue to today. That was a 95BFM podcast. To hear more, head to 95BFM.com slash bcasts.